Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Headline, uh, we'll, maybe, we'll maybe hear about this story more tomorrow, but uh, Prince's siblings are going to fight Jay-Z's title about having his music. So the battle continues. All right. Well, that that's a long Ongoing battle in that family. I yeah. hope they can come to some closure on some things. They're claiming fraud. They're going to run out of money. <laughs> well, Fighting everything. No, it's just a matter of, uh, yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. But somebody who wasn't a mess was Louis Anderson. Uh, stopped by to see his friend Seth Myers. And anytime uh, Louis is on late night, I will always well, tune delightful. in. Just like Cher is going to be on, I think, James Corden. I don't know if it's airing tonight or if she taped it today and it's airing tomorrow, but he's in London. All week. All week. So, um, yeah, he had Kate Blanchett last night. We Orlando got a tease Bloom. of Paul McCartney and his uh, car karaoke. Yeah. And Paul is no longer coloring his hair. Really? And yeah. it's his birthday today. I and believe. he's yes. got white and reddish oh, and brown because it takes a while to get all yeah. the coloring yeah. out he colored yeah. remember for a while it was so dark but anyway so louis was just a darling yeah. on seth myers and he had a very cute first story okay. about being at the airport okay it's a wonderful jacket i want to just start by this saying is it's my listen this i may never wear another thing yeah <laughs> i lost it you know i i did know what you happened saw it on the on the i put I, it on i got so i was at the airport and i left it or dropped it or someone took it yeah. <laughs> um and you that know happens. people will i know how they do it yeah they see a jacket and go ooh <laughs> gotta have it <laughs> and they could be big and they but quicker than me yeah and um <laughs> So, I put it on, on uh, Instagram. That you I lost, lost it. I lo- I th- luckily, I had a thousand pictures of it. Uh-huh. And so, I posted a picture and said, I lost my jacket in Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. That's my hometown. And I didn't get any response. And then, I, I said, maybe I'll just call Lost and Found there. Which, don't you know how that is, calling a Lost and Found? Yeah. You never get through. Boom. Guy picks up. John. I go, hey, hey. <laughs> so you picked up. Um, and he, I go, do you have, can you check to see if you have a giant, um, uh, what is the name of this stuff they call it? Uh, there's a name for it. Anyways, I, said, I think I said herringbone, which is wrong. But um, jacket, and he comes back and we go, he goes, we got a big blue checked one. <laughs> I said, will you send it? I'm not, this was like Thursday. Yeah. I said, will you FedEx it to me? Because I'm on Seth's show. Oh, yeah. Monday, and I'd like to wear it. And they did. And he did. And uh, 
And you, the, I think his name was John Gubash. Yeah. Uh, John Gubash, and look, there you are. You're so happy. Yeah. There's the FedEx box and That's everything. That's everything, you know, because you need, nowadays when you're going on social media, you need a story. Yeah. <laughs> you need a story. Well, I just, so I just looked it up, and here he is. Yay, I got my favorite jacket back. I know, and he's so funny. He's so cute. So um, he's on a tour. I don't know that he's coming here. It kind of sounds like he might be on the East Coast, mm-hmm. doing their East Coast, West Coast, but it's called the Big Underwear Tour. You're oh, on a funny. new tour. What is the name of your new tour? Big Underwear Tour. The Big Underwear Tour. How do you come up, how do you name your tour the Big Underwear Tour? I was washing my clothes. <laughs> Which I don't normally do, but when you're on the road, you got to do things. And I fold, so I put them in the dryer, and then I was folding them, and I took out the underwear, and I went, Jesus. I did. It was an involuntary Jesus. (laughs) Like, you go, Jesus. And I'm looking around for someone to tell, and no one was there. I go, I think he's mine! How big your underwear on while you're are while you're putting them on? I got ahead of myself. Yeah, um, but you don't know. And then I go, my God! And because uh, I'm an underwear hoarder, I don't know if you know that. How? What are we talking? A total piece. Six of- big boxes when I cleaned out my storage uh, of big underwear. Wow! From different decades. Oh wow! Eighties, nineties. So you've never. And, and looking back, has the style changed a lot over the last four decades? <laughs> Well, yeah, the 80s, they were carefree. <laughs> yeah, they were. I, you know, I was a poor kid, so I always think I'm out of underwear. Oh, okay. And that's why I had them all. Yeah. You're no a, one wants them either. Uh, oh, you, have you tried to give them yeah, away? Yeah, Goodwill won't. They shame <laughs> They, they shame you at Goodwill? Yeah, they go, it's unsanitary. <laughs> I go, they're clean. They're they, clean. They won't they're, take them. No, so I make artwork out of them, no. <laughs> Oh, Louie, he's so sweet. He's sweet. And his book, Hey Mom, is I think it's out in paperback. Yeah, it is. It is. He's so cute. Let's play the next one. Okay. Obviously, you play a mom on uh, Baskets, which is fantastic. It's a fantastic portrayal. Um, And and did that inspire you then to write this book uh, about your mom? Yes. I came home one day. I was working on the show with all my good friends there, Zach Galifianakis and Jonathan Kreisel and Martha Kelly. And I was overwhelmed and I was thinking about my mom because I'm really playing a mom. I'm playing. I'm not playing Louie Anderson as a mom. You're really not. I'm not. I'm telling you, some weird thing happens to me where I disappear. It just does. Anyway, um, and so I wrote. I wrote, dear mom, and I wrote this long letter, and I sent it to a couple of people because it mattered to me the letter, and they they were both said this would make a good book, and I said, ugh. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> your mom seemed to be uh, quite a character, especially at restaurants. What was your yes. mom like at restaurants? Well, she didn't... Any Midwesterner, if they aren't waited on within 15 seconds, they do this. Is there anybody else here? It's, it's so true. true. It's so true. Honestly, my mom's first words were always, can we get some extra butter? And the, the maitre d' would say, well, let us seat your party first. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so true. Oh, I know. I don't know yeah. what it is about us because I feel it like I'm panicked if no one either makes well, eye contact recognize, or bring over water, do something. something. Oh, Did they not see us get seated? Yeah, I mean, it's a weird no, thing. No, no. I guess he does the audio in his audible book. He his, reads it aloud. Yeah, he oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, his, you know, okay. the voices and everything. Oh, my God. And I have totally gotten sucked into The Handmaid's Tale. 
Donnie. What is going I knew on? You would. We, we Casey and I You got the Hulu. Well, we get your we, phone. We, yeah, we got the Hulu and the first three episodes were just weird and we weren't sure. And I always think you gotta stick like with four episodes on an intense kind of a show. I felt the same way with Babylon Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, that not everything will grab. And it was like that fourth episode that really like, because then you started getting the timeline of how did this Gilead, yes, how, Gilead how did this happen? Yes, yes. So you yeah. have drank the Kool-Aid now. Julia, it's, it is Would you give her amazing. an award? You know what? Well, she already I, won one. I, she I already has won one. I, I've, <laughs> we I, were protesting this show and you went off without me. I did. I, I did. feel like you cheated on Julia, me. Julia, I couldn't help it. it <laughs> no, had, this is cheating. Well, but you don't ever keep up on any of the good shows that I like. Animal <laughs> Kingdom, you drop out. You drop out of shows all the time. I got to move on without you. You won't uh. even stay with the fluffy shows. I did with the arrangement and the Royals, Roy- which you okay. haven't even finished, have you? No. See, you don't finish the shows we agree to watch. Fine. Oh, but you like it? I like it. It's yeah. so good. And really? Elizabeth Moss speaks volumes with her teary-eyed eyes. Is she eye-emoting? She's eye-emoting quite a bit. Eye-acting quite a bit. Really? But it's interesting what's happening in that... I think that show, though, is adding to my anxiety of everything else that's going <laughs> because on. Because you the are world. a lot more anxious than usual. Uh, no, I mean, I think that show uh, okay, adds to it yeah, because I see yeah. all kinds of things that are happening that aren't yes. normal, that are being normalized. And I'm thinking, ah, this is how it started in Gilead. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know? Calm down. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God, the bird flu is coming too. I'm, right, I'm only yeah. on um, the second show of the second season. Oh, so okay. how many, so that's how many seasons are there? This is the second. Second. They're yeah. only and then eight you're done episodes after this? each. They're only eight okay. episodes each. Right. But and I you will... can't binge because they only release one at a one a, a week. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. isn't it done for this oh, season no, yet? No. Oh, is this just the second season? This is the second the season. You're so not, Lori, so you're so what I'm up. saying is you can't you can't go ahead because Well, I know, but it must be up to five or six episodes because there's quite a few left. Because somehow last week Casey and I ended up watching Season two, episode four, and we were completely confused <laughs> as to what was going on because his daughter was at our house and she doesn't have Hulu and she was watching it at our oh, house okay. and she was ahead of us. Okay. And she's ahead. okay. Your DVR is yeah. all smarty pants or whatever, yeah. and right. it goes back to that thing. So we watched this whole episode <laughs> and we are confused beyond belief. Right. And I'm like, I didn't, I thought I was following this show. <laughs> You know, and then I look at it and I go, wait a second, season two, episode four. Yeah, you jumped ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're on season one, episode five. And, yeah. and no. Casey was all worked up that it was all ruined for us. And I said, no, you're no, not no, going to no, remember no, in an no. hour. Oh, exactly. Yeah, not him, no. Exactly. Yeah. So it's no. that good. And I'm even better wait. in the second season. I'm going to wait for Very that. Powerful. Yeah. I'm going to sit back yeah, and wait. There's... But you just... Duly noted, you cheated on now, me, Now, the, the one show that I think, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I know Donnie and I watched it. I don't know if you dropped out, The Assassination of Johnny Versace. I watched that. I have the it. last the episode through? to finish. Okay, I then actually you have did. How did you yeah. not watch the yeah. last episode? I think I did. I did watch it all. Okay, so the Critics Association Awards, which is just sort of like the first preview of what's going to be nominated for the Emmys. Yes. They can't, they revealed their nominations, and FX got the most nominations with a total of 10. They got Assassin, Assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story, The Americans, and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they had the most, and then Netflix was number, Would was the get? second one. They had nine nominations, Elias Grace, The Crown, and Glow. 
were recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, the Any network shows? This yes, is This Is Us got n- nominated for the program of the year along with, you know, the Americans uh-huh. and The Good Place, which... The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, and This oh, Is I Us. Oh, I love Killing Eve. And then uh, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve absolutely. got nominated. So absolutely. Amazing. Darren Chris for Johnny Versace. Yes. And then uh, Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale, and the two actors from The Americans. And then our marvelous Mrs. Maisel, okay. uh, Rachel Brosnan, she got nominated mm-hmm. and the show got nominated. Speaking of the Americans, did you like the fine finale? I did. Okay. how You like how it ended? All right, be, uh, back. I'm not saying yeah. anything. I did. All right. So Can I tell you, we know when This Is Us is coming back already? It's like September 20th, 24th or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, and then Barry got nominated as an outstanding new program, and Mindhunter got nominated. Oh, so, it's good. kind of a good mix. I was surprised that Melrose plays, or uh, Patrick Melrose on Showtime got nominated. They did not. They did. Okay, that was... And Twin um, Peaks got nominated. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think people really were that crazy about that. Yeah, show. either did I. But um, so anyway, and Anthony Bourdain got nominated for sure. Parts Unknown and the Vietnam War PBS and mm-hmm. um, and then all the late night shows, all John Oliver, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Colbert, Saturday Night Live, and Samantha Bee. Okay. For sketch variety shows, so oh, that doesn't air until that, August. Right. But it's kind of a good little preview and. Uh-huh. The three of us did think that Versace and Killing Eve would be. Oh, those are that Killing Eve on Netflix is so good. Unbelievable. I know. Yeah. Sandra, and that would be like because oh, it was seven. I thought seven episodes That's was so the perfect, perfect number. Yeah. That is. Did you finish Billions? I have like two episodes okay, left. Okay, I have six. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah. A lot of good TV. I know. And it. now we're very, very, very late for the Dirt Alert. All right. We'll be- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Elizabeth Reese. She is here. She is here with the Dirt Alert. On a chilly June day. Yes. Hello, my friends. Okay, here's a fun new couple. Katherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt. The story is that these two are hanging out. Okay, so who and is she? TMZ has all the picnic pictures to prove it. I know. They're <laughs> smiling and laughing. They were hanging out underneath a palm tree. Chris Pratt picked... Uh, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Catherine Schwarzenegger up at her home in his red Ford truck and drove her to the park. So, you know, he and Anna Ferris announced that they had separated a year ago. They both filed for divorce in December after eight years of marriage. She's moved on. She's dating cinematographer Michael Barrett. And now it seems as if Chris Pratt is moving on as well. And yes, Catherine Schwarzenegger is the eldest daughter of Arnold and Maria. Mm-hmm. 
And she's a I great like how niece. everyone breezes over that she met her cinematographer and nobody ever adds on the set of her last movie, Overboard, which is the reason why she and Chris broke up. Pratt, who is, isn't he? She is she married to Chris Pratt? Yeah, Chris yeah Pratt. she was. She was. Who is the most boring of the four Chris's in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. he really, he did his. Pine she's Evans. so funny. Yeah, I know. I, Pine I, Evans, yeah. Hemsworth, and Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I mean, and I will tell you, you put those four in a lineup, it's going to be real challenging for me to but get it Pratt right. But Pratt is the least he's, good looking of them all. He's down at he's, the end. You really, he's the least. And I think he, he is good looking, though. But not no, like the other he ones. Is, but, but no one, notice how Anna Ferris, they never ever say that. I mean, she was having, she was boinking the cinematographer well, and, and then she wrote that book about their marriage. Yes. And then it came out, and then they'd announced that they were getting divorced. Yes, it was very she was my odd. best everything. Awkward. Ugh. What do you think about uh, Jada Smith telling us everything about everything? I mean, about everything. That her hoo-ha yeah. is like that of a 16-year-old because I, I, of the vaginal rejuvenation treatments that she's got. Listen, I mean, I, I, never, I wish that. I'd looked at mine when I was 16. I don't know that I did. You know what I mean? No, I know. On... <laughs> Believable. Well, you know what I mean. I Those Polaroid camera shots. Yeah, you really I mean, need to take back. You know then. how many people were like doing an inspection? <laughs> there I don't was think such that many a people... fluff over it that you couldn't see. Yeah, it was very fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> the I might have tried a mirror once when I was trying to use a tampon before. Oh I was my gosh! Well, the that. first tampon was a disaster. Ugh, disaster. Then you needed a mirror. Oh, well, how do you sister. figure out what's going on there? <laughs> that right. was terrible. It really is terrible. My sister helped me. I thought I was going to die. Donnie is blushing over there. My little so sister listened in the, the shoot from yeah. the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the family made so much fun of me. I, my sister, I, mean, I didn't know what to do. Well, how would you know what to do? That's a really challenging thing. Even I know. the idea of like coming up with that as a concept is sort of odd. Okay, anywho. okay. So back to you. Um, back to you, <laughs> Elizabeth. We're sorry we digress. I like it. Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are hanging out. Of course, they have moved from Cleveland to L.A. They are. He is driving her Rolls Royce through a McDonald's drive-through, oh, and then Lord. she's snacking on fries in the front seat. But what's interesting about today is that maybe the Kardashians are figuring out how to take this cheating scandal and make us actually want to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And how they're doing it is that Khloe isn't talking about this. Until the show. You know, this is the problem with these reality shows with these guys is that we follow them around. We know everything that's going on. So nothing on the show is the surprise. There's no reason to watch the show. Or Chris Jenner said to Chloe, we'll get our revenge. We'll talk him into coming and being on her and we'll, show. Uh, oh. And w- you don't say anything. And then we'll let him play himself out like a fool. Well, okay, I don't know, because the story is that he's not going to be on, that he will not be on the show. But they'll talk about but him. But they talk about him beyond his back. Him, and that she is allowed to talk about him, that she said, apparently, she uh, had to negotiate with him and said that she has to address it. There are so many questions. She's going to talk about it, and then they're going to move on. I wish she'd move on without him. I do, too. Oh, my gosh. I do, too. So does her family, and they were saying how everyone's mad at her. I mean, you would be mad at your sibling, I would too. be furious yeah. if you continue to go out with someone that is so clearly disrespecting I you. I mean, really bad. Well, in particular, because he left a pregnant girlfriend yes. for her. So this is a pattern. Well, so they didn't like this him from the beginning. Red, yeah. This is a red flag over him. Mm-hmm. She's apparently promised him that it won't be a huge storyline, as he has made it known that he would prefer it not to be brought ha. up at all. Of course he would. Yeah. I can't believe this show, The Proposal, after The Uh, Bachelorette. I mean, holy Hannah. You guys, these two, Mike and Monica, 
Is that was don't that, even give them names? They're, don't. they're very darling people. He's what? an officer. I mean, this you know, show was so bad. Did you but the watch show it? Was no, the most because I DVR'd thing. The Bachelorette, and then I only watched that, and then I couldn't watch the proposal. But these two are still together. They're madly in love. They can't believe it. No okay. one can believe it. And they they're can't. putting this out today because they know that ABC is probably going to cancel yes. it in a week because <laughs> it got people were hating on it. I know. But Hi, nice. my name is Susan, and I like to. Cr- my eyelashes and wear big earrings. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was the level of the, of the bio. It was so Hi, sexist I'm and bad. Tammy, it was really bad. And I have a size five foot and wear a size four pants. Oh jeez, yeah, it was so bad. Oh, that's Elizabeth. Kind of bad. You would have been, and it was mm. you would have been embarrassed for everyone, including I was our network. When I watched the promos, yeah, including our network and Jesse, whatever his name is. Well, Jesse Palmer. I know. They had weird, um, it was like a weird background on him, too, at the beginning of the show. I was oh. like, are those spinning laptops? What's going on here? Heather Locklear's friends and family had been desperately trying to help her before this hospitalization, you guys. She's not getting the proper medical and mental health help that she needs, according to a source. This is who's talking to People Magazine. It is not about just about rehab for addiction issues. It's about getting a proper evaluation mm-hmm. and the help for underlying mental health issues, yeah. which is what a lot of people are dealing with when they're dealing with addiction. They're self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Since 2007 or six. The source is saying her, she isolates herself, which feeds into the other issues. You cannot force someone to get help, but it is hard for someone who's sick to make smart choices and then keep at it. It's so true. She has family and friends who are desperately trying to get help. And then her parents got involved. You know, her parents are remar- remarkable is what this source is saying. And they've tried so hard. This is not the Heather everyone knows. Yeah. That this She's always been very her. close to her family. I've, oh, no. I've read people exposés and essays about her over the year. And she's always she lives right by her family. But addiction has ended her marriage with Ritzy Sambora. Yeah. Has yeah. hurt her relationship with her daughter. Ended her engagement with Jack, Jack Wagner, Wagner. And yeah. now she's engaged to a criminal. And apparently mm-hmm. the last rehab wasn't by her choice. Yeah. She was forced into going. Yeah. So, I don't know. All That's right. the latest there. We Thanks, wish her guys. well. Big we time. Do. We're rooting for you, Heather Locklear. All right. Just like we're rooting for... song of the summer is it gonna be our um maroon five song girls like us nope i don't think so no that won't be it okay we don't Um, know it yet we haven't heard it yet we don't have our song i haven't focused on my music Mm -hmm. um because that was like song of the summer last Last year year. very much so yeah no i'm going to um i'll come back and report that soon maybe by the end of the week okay Mm -hmm. any early contenders i I, the uh no no. Because I am behind on a lot of things, including. I think girls like us could just be a contender. That song, you oh, did that, not. You were yeah, paying attention. To I it need to pay Steve attention. Coming on, okay, All that right. can be a contender. If anyone wants to email us their songs of the sender, right. summer contenders, you know, Paul McCartney has a new song that he released today. Yeah, that we'll listen to. Uh, um, it's tomorrow, actually. Oh, yeah. it's tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that'll be it. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it too. But we'll see. But I did like that one song that he and Kanye and Rihanna did. Oh, I love Four Seconds. Yeah, Four that, seconds. that was a great song. And that came out in the summer. Yes, I love that. Okay. So we, it's not here yet. I don't okay. feel it. And it's well, not going to be country. Because that, everyone loves every country song. There's usually a, there's country, a country summer song of the year. There usually is. And All then, I can think about country music right now is the girl putting her head in the exhaust pipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have a bad feeling about country music right uh, now. It's a great image. Mm-hmm. It is. I just <laughs> would mm-hmm. die 
if that was me. Okay, so study of duh. We yes. have several interesting okay. things that we could talk about. Okay. Um, according to a new study out of Spain, people are happier when they drink white wine, and they're more likely to feel aggressive or guilty when they drink red wine. Okay, let me Happiness just decide. Happiness goes better with fish than, I don't know. Hmm. Crispiness, lightness, Crispy. Ha, uh, cool. It's cooler. Why would this be? I don't know. Do the grapes, red grapes, cause aggression more? Men drink red. Well, I would say Is it it's thing? a study out of Spain. So everybody drinks wine. Yes. There's a lot. It's maybe not quite as much as Italy, but wine is, is a lot. And red wine is the table wine that's like everywhere. And the white winemakers of Spain would like to get a little better news out there and start selling more white wine. It's a marketing campaign. So that's why this is a study of mm-hmm. duh. Because it just doesn't make any sense. And Gallo is changing their name for the week to Gallop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. So I don't know. I think drinking whatever color or kind of well, wine makes you happier. I think happier, you have a different you like? if you overindulge though. Oh I no, do I've think, got a wine study. I think one wine makes you your head hurt a little bit That's more the in the morning. Red does. Yes, it does. Yes. It has more tannins or whatever it's Tannin. called. Tannins. Tannins. Yes. Or tannins. Tannins. Yes. They're like fun correct. onions. You are yeah, correct. red wine gives you more of a headache. Yeah. Yes. So that's it. maybe why white wine makes you happier. Maybe. Because oh, that would make you happy. Your teeth. Yeah. That makes right. women happier. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they don't, unless you've got a good piece of cheese around and you can rub the rub front of your, your teeth, teeth with the cheese. Like a cheese bar. Which of is soap. always so hard to do, like when you're on a group setting or a date. Excuse me while I go rub my teeth with <laughs> mm-hmm. Gouda. Exactly, and then you smell bro. like Gouda, and it's coming white out of yeah. your mouth. And then, oh, don't rub it with brie; otherwise, you're going to have look hey. like you have dentures. <laughs> Hi, do you like? Mm, you should oh, do yeah. that. <laughs> Squeeze it out through your teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is. I thought I did have kind of a funny wine uh, study, but okay. I can't find it. Okay, well, how about this one? I think red wine makes you wine more. Wine more mm-hmm. makes you bluer faster. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think there might be something to that study, though. All right. All right. Well, guys, uh, uh, but guys in Spain, anyway, they like the red wine. Oh, yeah. More than the white wine. Mm -hmm. White wine gets a bad rap now. Uh, Not with me. Not with me either, either. but with a lot of people. Really? They're red wine snobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. How about this? This study. um, Why do you get hangry? Why... Does an empty stomach play so much on somebody's bad mood, Julia? Because you get hangry um, because when you're hungry, everything, your senses are affected more. You, If something was going to make you mad, it makes you madder because you're that hungry. That was a test to see if you remembered one of your I randoms. did this just this week. I, I thought it sounded familiar. I know, I know, but I wanted to see if you oh, remember some of your studies me. that you do. Okay, let me ask you this. How many... Uh, Eggs can an ant lay at a time. 300,000. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Lori and I are playing the memory game. I know. It. No, good. no, no. But that was University yep. of North Carolina that, um, that yes, that people have emotional responses to feeling hungry. Yep. And that, if and if anything is going to upset you if you're hungry, it just upsets you way more. Way it more. sets you off quicker. Okay. Now, here's another one. You Sci- don't have the reserve. Scientists reveal how to stop getting bored of life simple pleasures. Okay, so here is what their theory is. 
is that people naturally enjoy, I mean, we enjoy things, but one of the reasons why like we enjoy some food less than we used to is become, we used, we become used to it. So they said like um, people who drink water differently every day, never get tired of drinking water. Okay. Drink it out of a coffee mug. Drink it out of a a wine glass. Yeah. A wine glass. Have a lemon in it. Drink it out of a water bottle. Drink it different ways. But if you drink water the same way every single day or you... Um, you could make scientists are saying that if you you could enjoy your favorite foods, drinks and gadgets for longer by mixing up the way you use them to keep them from seeming new, because our brain takes uh, the way our brains work means that things we take pleasure in become harder to savor as we get used to them. Now, this could not be. This is, we better not draw this uh, comparison over to sex. Well, I was wondering if you were really... going to go there. But they well, said you do it differently. The last bite of pizza or the second glass of wine never tastes as good as the first because that's how quickly we adapt to the effects that they have on us. Like that first bite of pizza, so... or the donut, mm-hmm. or the sip the of the first drink. Right? Yeah. The yummy the hot best. chocolate. And so you have to find new ways to enjoy these things you like. Like eat popcorn with chopsticks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eat that would be funny. Pop, eat pizza from the crust inwards. Go backwards. Um, and this is Ohio State University. And, um, you know, they just said you could get things. It's called um, hedonic adaptation. Okay. Like hedonistic. Yeah. 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 And it's it's just that's how you can get some of your initial attention back. So just drink and eat stuff differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you'll enjoy it more. And even if it's the same thing. Okay. Am I going to eat my salad with chopsticks tomorrow? Try it. See if you like it more, if it tastes better. Well, I kind of like the idea of this whole thing. So I'm going to get chopsticks. Yes. And uh, it's your, yeah, hedonic adaptation is a phenomenon in which the brain adjusts to changes in order to maintain a stable, stable level of emotions. So if something happens in life which makes you really happy or really sad, the effects eventually fade back to a steady level of happiness. That means if you buy something like a new car or a new phone, it's exciting and novel to begin with, and then you become used to it. Yeah. Because it's still just part of your daily life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And that's why like we people like buying sometimes clothes or whatever it is. I would agree with the clothes thing. Yeah. Because I like to... So as long as I guess you find new and interesting ways to interact with something, it won't get old. You may never know, grow tired of it. And that's always, I think, what they always say is with relationships. With <laughs> yeah. You got to learn to grow together or have some things to do together. Right. Otherwise, you'd be so tired and bored of each other. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I always wonder that about people who babble. Like how the people in their life handle it. Like if you're with, you're involved with someone and they just are a nonstop babbler. Or a hummer. Whatever. <laughs> a mockingbird. But they kind of do mm-hmm. something because you would get so used to that quickly, it would become annoying. Yeah. You know? Or breathing. How they breathe sometimes. <laughs> are they loud breathers? How they you chew their food. change up your breathing. You better change up your yeah. breathing. How they chew their food. Yeah. How they yeah. inhale their snot. Yeah. Oh. Lord, that woman. one is such a pet Jeez. peeve of mine. Yeah. Well. Anyway, okay. They're just saying. Remember this. Keep this in mind for we, all I, things. The thing that's funny about this is, so I've been trying to at night drink more water. Mm-hmm. I drink a lot here during the day. I always bring my. But big you drink drink. it out of the same old neoprene thing. Which I have two of them, and I wash them every night. I know, but, but I'm just. 
I bet you get bored out of drinking no, that same here. old thing. No, I don't I get bored at home. Got it. So I try to think of if I add some sparkly, some zivia or some zivia, or do I do this? Cucumber. Make it be cucumber Right. Water. How do I make this more interesting Exciting. at night? Well, break out, the, break out the chopsticks, Julia. With water. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight? That's a challenge. I'm putting chopsticks <laughs> in my nose, and I'm going to drink water from a glass of wine, and I'll tell you all about it tomorrow as I take a picture of myself. <laughs> Yeah, you find yourself cucumbers on the end of the chopsticks. Mindlessly eating potato <laughs> chips and you're just not enjoying them, but you can't get, get out the chopsticks. I absolutely think this could be a diet option. <laughs> you know, a way to inhale less. Well, it's portion control. It for is sure. portion control. Yeah. It's kind of funny. No kidding. All right, listen, we come back. We got our favorite headlines of the day. Could be broken. I could be lonely with you. I like this song, but uh-huh. that's not song of the summary. It's not fluffy. It's not uh, bouncy enough. It is, is it? bouncy but it's enough. a good song. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to thank Kelly out there in Twitterverse. She let us know Louie Anderson's big underwear tour is coming to the Withrow Ballroom um, on, um, which is Hugo, right? Whoa. On um, this Sunday, June twenty fourth. Oh, right. really? Yeah. Ooh. So you can get tickets. It's uh, He's so. Funny. Uh, you know, comedy gallery. Oh, okay. Com, or brown paper tickets. Yep, got it. All right, got it. So favorite headline today, it's uh, Cher looking flawless, flawlessly stylish in her edgy ensemble as she struts to the Late Late Show in London. She is going to be on. I think it might be tonight, Lori. I think it is. Yeah, and and he. Uh, oh, I'm excited about this. She had a really really cute outfit on, and that uh, mama, the Mama Mia 17 or whatever number we're on, looks so good, doesn't it? Yes, I'm just two. Mm-hmm. It, it are you just sure? The is it just one? two? Yeah, it's yeah, only it's two. Because they one. Re- Oh wow. Mm-hmm. All right, but it looks so good. I'm excited about it. Yeah, she looked. She looked really great. She had leggings on and like this. Cool belt and She's this cool. lace thing. Yeah, she looked fantastic. We like you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> what other headlines we got? Duchess Megan, she wore Givenchy for her first trip to the Royal Ascot races. She is playing it safe in kimonos, yes, bathrobes, and um, future maternity dresses by not exposing her shoulders and having buttons. For cleavage. She got so ankles. much crap from waving on the balcony. She did. Yeah. How much did it cost for Meghan Markle to sell out his Duchess daughter for that? Thomas Markle. Did, oh, what did I say? Meghan. Oh, yeah. sorry. Thomas Markle to sell out his Duchess daughter. That was the Good Morning Britain interview. Yeah. Well, I'll, it cost, what did he net, Lori? 50000 50 to 60000 and Pierce Morgan confirmed that Thomas Markle didn't give the palace a heads up. Yep. So uh, so he did this thing live. And so once again, he screwed over the palace He's publicly. He's screwing over his daughter. How stupid is. is that? Yep. She, I'm telling you, there's no relationship there. She's a duchess now doing duchess business. She doesn't need to have any time for her dad. But, she doesn't but it want sounds to. to me like this has been on the rocks for a very, very yeah, long you're time. Right, and Julia. she threw him a bone and said, Daddy, walk me down. Yeah. Let's try to make amends. Yeah. And nope. Yeah. I have to sell you out first. Yeah. <laughs> has Michael Fassbender given up Hollywood to be a full-time race car driver? Well, I wonder how Alicia uh, Vikander feels about that. Yeah. He he really 
does kind of seem like he took a step back. I feel like he got mad that he didn't get an Oscar nomination for, for Shame. But that was oh, years ago. But then they were they ago. were in the Lighthouse one. Um, that one was terrible. Yeah. Yes, that they did together, and but that, they met uh, and fell in love. Snow, snow, something that was awful that he was in. Right. Snowfall yeah. or something. It's all about, he does this interview with the Hollywood Reporter, and it's all about how he's racing Ferraris. Well, there you go. Oh. I mean, if you had a chance to race Ferraris or make a movie... And Ferrari sponsoring you? Yeah. I may race Ferraris. Well, I remember Patrick Movies Dempsey and Paul du- Newman Paul did that, Newman but did they it, kept yeah. acting because that's where the do-re-mi is. Yeah. Right. If she thought she was marrying an, a- an actor who was going to get an Oscar, and now he's given up at 41 to be a race car driver, no bueno. She signed up for the wrong thing. Yes. I don't think she cares. All right. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. I don't think she cares. Neither of those guys seem like your Hollywood type, like they care about all that stuff. They'll oh, they do care. it. They care. Do they? All right, fine. Mm -hmm. They care. Jennifer Garner is uh, enjoying dating a very special someone out there in L.A. Well, this is from Us Weekly, and she did give the deets to Us Weekly once before when, you know, but that was before they were owned by AMI. But in March, remember, Jennifer Garner was rumored to be dating a lawyer, and she was seen out with a mystery guy in February. And um, so I would like... Her to premiere him around the time when Peppermint comes out. Oh, there you go. Sure. Walk the red carpet. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, her divorce will probably be finalized. If you look at photos of her, she really seems to have gotten her happy groove back. Oh, she's beautiful. And um, she's got her baby food line, Once Upon a Farm, which is now being sold at Target. I don't know. She just kind of looks like really happy. I think she looks amazingly happy. Yeah. Can I give you guys a headline? Please. Akon set to launch a cryptocurrency called Acoin. Oh, boy. No kidding. Ariana Grande steps out with her engagement ring and Pete Davidson and their new tattoos. These two. They're tatting, they're tatting they each other up. They are in an orgasmic haze of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. Because she was dating a guy who I think she was Couldn't ready commit. to break up with. Um, for a while, and it sounds like he might not have been, um, like, Faithful? they might not have had the happiest relationship. He was just on a break with Larry David's daughter. Mm-hmm. Here's know. the new tat. It's H2GKMO. It sounds like your... Um, Coordinates or something? Mm-hmm. Something, but the letters are an acronym for Honest to God, Knock Me Out. Okay, that okay. is... Yes. Honest to God. This is okay. just yep. bad. But what Ooh. she was out wearing was this brown sweatshirt that I just thought was an oversized brown sweatshirt. Oh, no. It's a Yeezy sweatshirt dress. And she teamed it up with Gucci canvas logo thigh-high boots. Yeah, you go. think they're uh, mistaking infatuation for love? What do you think? I can't They're say. totally in the middle of it. Yes, okay. they are. Of course they are. Mm. They're 24 years old. Yes, they are. Mm. Yeah, right. her her Nona is going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Or Nana, or whatever she calls her grandma that she brings to all the awards. And he shows. makes her laugh. Yeah, but she, her grandma is going crazy right now. Oh, that's right. I don't yeah. Worry. What do you think worried. her brother thinks? Yeah, worried. What does Frankie say? Who the hell knows? Why is Frankie? <laughs> Frankie. Frankie. Here we go. Alicia Silverstone says everyone. Says to me that I still look like I did in Clueless. She does look very. She's covers Red Book, the July know, issue but, of Red Book. But you know, um, and she talks about her role as Bonnie, which is the show American Woman on Paramount, yeah. which is we're liking it. Yes, we are. And about her dating life, and she she likes going on dates, and 
Yes, she just said, um, it's no accident. Everyone says to me all the time, I still look like I did in Clueless. And she says it's her vegan lifestyle that and makes she, her look this yep, way. Yep, she's been a vegan forever. Yeah. All right. Vegan or us. Okay. She does look just she like she looks, looks great. And she's delightful. She's, yeah, she's Did you good see in that the role. Paul Rudd, you know, because he was her kind of boyfriendish guy from, oh, Clueless. from Clueless? Yeah. Um, they did CBS Morning did a, a sh- thing on him mm-hmm. and that his agents got him, you know, clueless, where he was just coming out and being this big star and he pulled the plug and went to Broadway. Oh. Yeah, he was. It was a sweet. Mm. It was sweet. That's a good movie. That clueless movie still holds up. Yeah, I think so. All right. uh, Mindy Kaling isn't going to base her career on what white male film critics want to see. So this is she's. You know, all the ladies went over to London for Ocean's Eight. Yeah. They're all on Graham Norton, and um, she said, "If I had to base my career on what white men wanted, I would be very unsuccessful." So there's obviously an audience who wants to watch things like Ocean 8, what I work on, what Sarah Paulson does. You know, she was asked about Rotten Tomatoes and their low rating with a lot of men. Right. Right. A lot. And we pointed that out. We're Mm -hmm. with you, Mindy Kaling. We are. We agree with you 100%. All right. We'll be back and see you all tomorrow. Okay. Job done. Off you go.